Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. This is your host, Yasmina, with Cut the Shit. It has been such a long time since I have done a podcast. And the reason why is because, well, I had found out I was pregnant about the end of March. So, oh my goodness, um, I was just taking all that in, a lot of emotions with that, and just overall going through a lot of changes in my life. So I just felt like I needed to get myself grounded. I even got a job just for socializing purposes. And mainly, um, I was so concerned with my weight. That's always been a struggle of mine. So I was like, okay, I need to do some sort of activity, move my body around. And I just became really obsessed with this for the past, I want to say like, two and a half months. Anyways, I'm feeling a lot more grounded now. A really quick shout out to Loette. I hope she hears that. It was so funny. This um, person at my job, uh, she was like, cut that shit. And I was like, what is she saying? Um, I said, are you talking about my podcast show? Cut the shit. And I started laughing and she said, yeah, I listened to it. And I thought that was so cool because I had just like, we just added each other. I wasn't talking about my podcast and the fact she listened to it was like, so, you know, really nice to hear. Anyways, um, I definitely felt motivated to do a podcast today because what I hear a lot is you are not responsible for your husband's happiness, your wife's happiness, or somebody close to you, basically their happiness. And um, I've always kind of just looked at that like, huh, I never looked deep into it because um, I wasn't in a relationship and I never really been in a real one except for the one I'm in now. And I was just watching the show where they were saying something, you're not responsible for the person's happiness. And I'm like, I'm sick of this shit. So I was like, I need to report, um, record a podcast. So the first thing I did was I was like, okay, let me look up because I like to fact check things just because um, I strongly feel like I have a really good sense of the way my brain works and energy and so forth and whatnot, but I don't like to just push my beliefs on people and act like everything I'm saying is so perfect. So I put, are we responsible for our partner's happiness? And the first thing that popped up bold was a happy relationship starts with two happy individuals. And even though happiness increases when you share it, your partner is not responsible for your happiness. You are the only person who can please you in the long run. At first, that might sound scary, but actually, it's liberating. No one but you can make you happy. And I thought to myself, hmm, um, I think we need to dig a little deeper into that because this is the thing. I was talking to my partner, and I remember I was saying something about me being upset, and they were like, well, I'm not responsible for your happiness. And I said, this is the thing. If I'm unhappy with something you are doing, and it's making me feel unhappy, you cannot say, well, I'm not responsible for your happiness. No. I think, for instance, if something happened to me at work where somebody made me super mad and I got upset and then I came home and I'm like, hey, you need to make me feel better because somebody made me unhappy at work, then that's where you say, hold on, wait a minute. I'm not responsible for making sure you feel better because of what somebody did at work. I mean, you have to realize you let what somebody did get to you and you shouldn't have to come in here and put it on me that now it's my job to make you happy. That seems a little unfair. Granted, I'll go a little further. I think that if you love someone, you adore them, and you are humane and you care why wouldn't you want to make that sure that person's happy? 
That, that just seems weird to me. Like if my partner came in or my kid came in or a good friend came in and, you know, they were upset, I'm not going to be thinking to myself, oh my God, I wish this conversation would stop and they could just hurry up and make themselves happy so we could just have a happy conversation. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That seems so selfish to me. And it's okay because you know what? The if the Bible, if the Bible can be rewritten so many times, <laughs> I think that Google can be rewritten as well. Um, I, I don't agree with that statement at all. I think that if you care about the person, if you see that they are suffering emotionally, then it would be nice if you can make them happy. I think that if my husband, for instance, was unhappy, I'm going to feel it's my responsibility to try to make them happy. Now, granted, I think there's a difference between, you know, trying to make someone happy and then somebody having mental health challenges. Okay. Well, you you can't make somebody happy that has mental health challenges because that's something that's, you know, deeper and really under the surface. That's something where it's like, hey, you you need um, you know, a professional that has studied the mind and studied different personalities to help you with this because this is not a happiness problem. This is a mental health crisis. Um, but I, I think that is very selfish to be with somebody that you are going to share your life with and want to be with for a long time and say, I'm not responsible for your happiness. Um, Will Smith and Jada, I remember they had did a podcast where he said, you know, I'm not responsible for her happiness. She's responsible for her own. And then we come together and make each other happy. And, um, I didn't see the whole red table talk, but there was a brief segment where they kind of joked, oh, it's cheaper to keep her and they pump fists. And I was thinking like, I don't think that's a lie. <laughs> like, you know, cause I don't know if somewhere down the road, it was like, Hey, I don't care to make you happy. And she's like, Hey, I don't care to make you happy. And then you got this whole thing on the internet. I mean, will, I don't know what he did. Do I think he was completely innocent? Uh, fuck no. I don't think anybody is completely innocent. I, you know, I, I don't think so. But I, I really don't know because I don't follow them enough to say, hey, I know your whole life. And you can follow somebody, but you don't know what private conversations they have behind closed doors. I, but what I will say is I just think that for you to say it doesn't matter, you're not going to try to make sure your partner is happy. I think that is a problem. Um, you know, granted, even with mental health, I think that, you know, if my partner or my friend or my kid, I feel like they're having a mental health crisis, I'm going to try to help you work through it. Um, I think... Uh, but granted, I don't think we really look deep into the word where it's I'm responsible to make you happy. I think what, sh you know, shies people away is that word responsible. Like I'm responsible, like for making you happy, like fuck. Some people are barely responsible themselves with them all, with their own lives, you know? And it's like, now I got to be responsible for you. And it's like, whoa, it's just a lot to take in. It's like, uh-uh, deal with that shit yourself. <laughs> But I'm like, is that love? And I think that a lot of people don't look deep into what is love or what is just humane. Like, you know, even with um, my job now, I remember, oh my God, probably when I was like 20 years old, I had went and got my certified nursing assistant. And I didn't think anything deep when I had got that. I didn't even think what that job or career entailed. I just had got it because um, I think I just wanted to show my family like, oh, I got something some type of accomplishment. I mean, it wasn't a major big thing, but it was just like, okay, I got something, you know? And I remember I had did it for, um, oh gosh, probably like mm, maybe eight months, but, um, 
it was one person I took care of at their home. It wasn't like a super demanding thing, you know? And then I think after a while, I was like, why the fuck am I doing this? And I just quit. Like, why am I doing that? No. And long story short, when I found out I was pregnant, you know, two and a half months ago, I was like, oh shit, I need to do something where I'm just moving my body. I wasn't thinking so much about finances because, um, you know, I am blessed. Thank goodness. You know, my fiance, he's in a position where it's like, Hey, figure out what you would like to do. Um, because I feel like just my whole life, I've just always been in survival mode. So it was nice to be in a position where it's like, okay, I don't have to figure out how to survive tomorrow. You know? Um, so I was like, okay, I'll focus on my podcast, my business, blah, blah, blah. And I'm getting to a point here. And so my, so I was like, okay, maybe I could just do housekeeping. They move their body a lot. And then I was like, oh wait, I could just renew my CNA certification. So I did that and I work at a uh, rehabilitation center. And so, wow, <laughs> it's uh, was really mind blowing because um, uh, it's definitely a new life experience. I would say for sure for me, um, I don't do anything as a job. I feel like whatever I do, I'm always going to do it to the best of my ability. Because if I don't do it to the best of my ability, is a waste of my time. I'm not going to do anything that I hate just to kind of do it. I mean, I did that before. I guess when I was young, and it just was really draining to me. Like, fuck, I hate my life. So I always just try to put my best foot forward, whatever I do. And with these older people, you know, I feel like I just do simple things. Like, um, I don't know if anything, I'll mostly kind of talk to them. Cause I'm like, fuck, that's gotta be lonely sitting in there, you know? Cause shit, I get lonely. <laughs> I get lonely, you know? And granted my kids might be downstairs and I'm kind of fucking lonely. Like, Oh, I feel so bored. So, you know, I can't imagine sitting in a place that's not your home and, you know, a little conversation. Plus there, you know, I've met people in their eighties and nineties. I'm like, damn, wow. I want to know what their minds are like. And basically with the little things I do, whether it's, oh, here goes a extra salad dressing or something. It's just, wow, thank you so much. And they feel so happy. And I'm just like, um, and I feel like I have some experiences where I've seen some people that are, you know, hold the same certification I do, where it's like they don't care. And I think they don't care because they think to themselves, it's not my job to make you happy. It's my job to just kind of do a job. But I'm like, huh, I don't understand why you can't take two extra minutes to do something that can make that person happy. I think it would be so hard for me to not do something that I know can make somebody's day easier or better or make them smile. But why, why, why wouldn't I do something and just make somebody smile? I don't get that. So basically to just bring back to the forefront when it says you're not responsible for your, <laughs> for your partner's happiness. If people live by that line, I just don't see a relationship working out long term. I mean, I wish I could interview a couple and, you know, I'm working on building an audience, but I really would like to meet a couple that's like, hey, I have never worried about their happiness a day in the 56 fucking years that we've been together and we're doing great. Like, I would love to hear someone who's been together for a really long time. Not just been together. I take that back. A happy couple that has been together. A married couple. Or shit, even if you've been together for a year or two years. I would just love to hear somebody who is in a relationship where it's like, we are super happy. We are thriving. We have our moments, but we communicate through them. We work through them. And they could say, that's because we never worried about if the other person was happy or sad 
I didn't think to myself, hey, my if I do this action today, whether it's spend an extra hundred on a credit card or um, not eat the lunch my spouse made or talk to an individual, I'm not sure if my spouse is comfortable with. I wonder if they still made decisions, not thinking about their partner's happiness, that they are still happy today. And I think what usually happens when a person gets to a place where I feel like they are not thinking about the other person's happiness is because um, that person does not fulfill them, whether it be in a relationship, a friendship. I think when it comes to children, um, from what I've seen, a lot of parents don't worry about if their actions are affecting their kid's happiness because, well, shit, because the, I think when they had kids, they didn't realize, oh, shit, I am really responsible for this person. <laughs> At least I did. I felt like, oh, my God, like, what what did I do here? And I was freaking out, you know, and I had a nanny for a long time. And then I got into counseling, you know, um, but every day it's a challenge for me. Like, shit, you're responsible for uh, making sure you're doing, saying that you did the best that you can. And I, so I don't think it's so much if I'm responsible for the person's happiness. It's, did I do the best I could? And some days people wake up and they decide, I don't want to do the best I can today. And I think you're going to have those days. I just don't think it should be six days out the week where it's, well, this today, you know, I did something good. And that's, that's what I, I wish people would work more on. How many days out the week are you going to say, I did the best that I can? I held the door for somebody because maybe it meant something to them. Or shit, you know, it just makes me feel good that I held the door. Or I did, you know, have, I think, if people had at least three fucking days where they, they, they did the best that they can and not for their own self-benefit, they'd be a happier person. They fucking would. And they'd be in better relationships because they could tell themselves, hey, I'm a good person and I don't have to question myself too much. But um, I don't know. I don't think I have any more to say on the subject. I think I've said as much as I could. And I just think when it does come to your partners or shit, just anybody you interact with, I'm not going to say things to so just say I said something. Every time I say something, I want to make sure I'm saying something that's helping somebody or making somebody feel better. Now, granted, I have my moments as a human where I feel like um, if somebody's not taking in what I'm saying, okay, you know, but... um. I feel like if you're not going to take in what I'm saying when I am trying to make you happy, you're not going to sit here and badger me either. Like, you know, that's where it's like, I'm not your punching bag, you know, because some people do want a punching bag. Some people don't want to feel better. They don't want you to help them. They don't want to hear why you think they could be better. Or, you know, if you're telling them how they hurt, they don't give a shit. They just want to be, this is who I am. And they don't want to be understood. I don't know what they want. They just want to be around with their bad fucking energy. And I'm just like, I don't give a shit what somebody has went through in their life. It does not give you the right to be a fucking asshole or say, hey, I'm not responsible for your happiness because you had a bad whatever childhood or bad relationships or whatever. You know, it doesn't give you the right to go around and be a fucking dickhead. I think it's funny that people will say, hey, I'm not responsible for your happiness, but they will be responsible for your fucking misery. <laughs> you know, like you took a moment to try to fucking make me second guess what the fuck just happened here in this conversation. Like, why did this just go that way? Those are the type of people I try to run from. And I I'm just going to leave it at that. But anyways. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that this was insightful in some sort of way. 
if you are going to be with somebody and want to have a long-term commitment, I think it is healthy to say there's going to be times that this person is down and not happy. And I would like to be the reason that they smile. I guess that's being responsible for their happiness or however you want to word it. But you could say, hey, if they're not smiling, I always got to put a smile on their face. This isn't going to work. You know, because when you're marrying someone or when you're becoming friends with someone or you're having kids, you know, you, you are, you're, you're basically marrying not, not just the version of what you think that person should be or having the child that you think they should be or having the friend you think they should be. You're going to have things that come up where it's like, Hey, I didn't do this to this person. Can I communicate with them and help them get to a better place? And if I can't, then yeah, I do believe you have to know when to cut it off. But the main thing is if somebody does not want to communicate with you and they have their mind made up on what it is, then no, that's where it's like, I'm not responsible for being your punching bag. Cause you don't want to have a conversation. You don't want, so what am I going to do? Just sit here and keep getting punched. Why would I allow that? Anyways, this is your host Yasmina with cut the shit. Thank you for tuning in.